Welcome to the Real Freedom Podcast, where we inspire you to pursue your passion to gain time and financial freedom through opportunities in real estate. I'm your host, Mike Swenson. Let's get some real freedom together. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Real Freedom Stories. And, you know, we, we often talk about, you know, the, the podcast, Real Freedom, and we often talk about the doing side and, and what people are doing. And we don't often highlight as much of the freedom piece. And so um, I'm really excited today to share. We've got our guest, Brent Bowers. And before we get into the the what he does and how he does it, I just want to highlight some of the freedom pieces. So, so here's kind of Brent's current situation. So because of what he's done in real estate, right? We talk about building wealth, gain time and financial freedom through real estate. He was able to buy his dream house, 4,000 square feet on 58 acres. And then he bought the next dream house on top of his dream house. And now his dream house is his vacation home. And what previously was his vacation home, a lake house, is now his third home. You know, that's the type of stuff that can happen. Goes on vacation once a month with his family, buy, bought an RV, able to travel with your family when you want, donating money to nonprofits and charity, and through what he's doing, generating over $40,000 a month in income. So I'll let everybody just kind of soak that in for a minute before we get into how it works. You really are living your dream. And you mentioned that to me uh, before we started is, is this has provided you an opportunity to live our dreams. So people that listen to this podcast, you know, I want that real freedom. I want the time and financial freedom through real estate and a little bit of your background. So before we give you a chance to talk here, you started out as an army officer for eight years spending time away from your family. And, and that's really what drew you to wanting to be able to spend time with your family. So began investing in real estate as a way to support your family while having time to spend with them. Through that, you were able to expand your business, hire a team. You've got the land sharks, some development opportunities, rental opportunities, investor, coach, you name it. Welcome, Brent. We're so excited to have you on the show. Man, Mike, listening to that, I'm like, holy cow, listen to all these blessings. And it just reminds me, it's like, why did we start doing all this? And, you know, I forgot about some of these things, you know, like <laughs> that we built and that we have and all this opportunity. And it's amazing. Uh, we call it shiny object syndromes as an entrepreneur, but really mm -hmm. that's what entrepreneurs do that we see something that we can improve or make money with. Uh, it's just kind of staggering just to hear you say all that. And man, I appreciate it. I, I was not an army officer for eight, eight and a half years. I did start enlisted. I started from the ground, oh. uh, you know, E1. And yes, eight years of service that. became yeah. an army officer. Yeah. But uh, no, that's incredible. <laughs> and I just forget. And, you know, one thing I did get away from, we haven't been going on vacation once a month lately with the kids back to school. Um, mm -hmm. So I just want to verify, like, let people know, like, we're not just like vacationing all the time. Like, I'm still a, I still want to jump out of bed every morning and build things. And I, mm -hmm. I mean, that's just it. I just keep the fire. Like Jim Rohn says, I can't wait to get up in the morning and I don't want to go to bed type thing. Um, mm -hmm. So that's just keep that fire. And uh, that's what real estate's been for me. And it's always something new. You know, it started out with me with rentals and then it turned into wholesaling houses. And then it turned into uh, wholesaling houses where I would just clean the uh, the needles out of the house and put it on the MLS. And then it's like, well, let's turn this into a beautiful house for a family. And then it turned into land, uh, which that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I'm screaming about because land is almost like the blank canvas. Uh, 
yesterday I was doing a training call with uh, some some uh, some students in the Land Sharks program. I, I've got the honor of being a wholesaling Inc. coach. Uh, but as I was doing that that uh, call with about 18 people, we keep them small. One of the students said, "Well, I don't feel like this is passive. I'm having to chase them for payments. I'm having to do title search on the on the land." And I was like, "Well, let me show you what's passive about this." As we're doing this call, the two hours I spent with these people, I was paid eight times by land notes just mm-hmm. in that two hour period. And I was like, "Guys, this is how you turn this into passive, so you can build this up." Let's just say you have. 10 notes paying you 400 a month. That's four grand a month. You can go on vacation for a month and know you're going to come home and make at least a $4,000 check. Mm-hmm. So that's what's passive about it. So super happy. I love the name of this podcast, you know, Real Freedom, Real Estate Leveraged because of real estate, the leverage of real estate gave me the life of my dreams. And I just thank you so much for that intro because it's like sometimes we got to be reminded that we're doing what we want to do because this is not always glory. Like there's times when my bank account gets low or sometimes in the negative, I'm still a real dude. We're still out there buying properties. And sometimes we, we make mistakes. Like I want, like, I think, I think real estate investors get on these, these podcasts all the times and talk about how cool everything is, how good they are, but like, we still struggle sometimes, like, but we also have fun doing it. Um, But yeah, that's awesome, man. I I know I just took a long time there, but that's kind of how I was feeling by listening to that. What I was going to say is I, th- I think the, the key differentiator, though, is the willing to take risks or willing to take action on something versus, hey, I really wish that I could be like Brent and I'm going to just continue doing what I'm doing. You know, it's it's you oh, got to yeah. lean into it and take that jump to experience the benefit of of what it is. Yeah. And that's that's so true. You've got to take action. Like I have a whole library, a whole bookshelf full of books uh, behind my camera here and I could read all those books. And a year from now, nothing's changed. But if I just read one of those books and implemented the steps, the action, what they told me, it could just be one idea in that book that could make you a million dollars. You've got to take the action. Yeah. So let's let's kind of start a little bit on the on the early side for you. Walk me through how this got started and kind of how it developed a little bit into where, where you're at today. Yeah, early side, you know, I got out of high school. I always wanted to be in real estate somehow or another. I was always had the entrepreneurship bug that the, the, I wanted to go out and sell things. I started a lawn service. Um, and then I was like, look, I'm going to get my real estate license. It took me three times to take this test to finally pass it, finally mm-hmm. pass it in 2007. And what did I do? I took action, just like you said there, Mike. Uh, so one of our uh, agents in the office listed a house and I said, I put an offer on it that day. And I didn't have the earnest money deposit. And I had to go borrow $1,000 from my great grandma. And I said, you know, look, I'd like to borrow this money. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a house. I'm going to turn it into a rental. And she's like, look, if you don't pay me back, this is coming out of your inheritance. Um, I said, don't worry, grandma. I will pay you back because I'm getting, I'm actually making a commission to buy this house. I just got my real estate license. Um, and she kind of jarred me a little bit. She's like, it only took you three times taking that test. Mm-hmm. But she gave me a hard time. Uh, she's a tough German woman. Uh, yeah. But anyhow, I did pay her back. I never saw that inheritance she was talking about, but uh, <laughs> it got me into my first rental property. And then I turned it into a rental, moved to the coast, started trying to sell real estate in 2008. Ultimately, I was driving people around in my car to rent them out a house. And I was lucky if I made $300 in a week after driving them around. I was probably losing money, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of threw in the towel with real estate for a little while because I was like, this is just not cutting it. Um, you know, I was getting behind on bills, ended up having to move in with my in-laws. 
Uh, and here I am. I had my own business. I have a real estate license. I have a rental property. And now I'm now living with my in-laws. Like, like I was, I was being humbled. Mm-hmm. And so I joined the military at 24 years old, went to basic training, was, was continuously being humbled. <laughs> I think everyone I bet. started over like that, but it was all, all on a plan to go back to school and do something a little bit different because the real estate business wasn't working out. And then I had to evict that tenant. Uh, they trashed the house. And it was just like, this is nuts. Like, this is such a hard business. And I did a, I did a, a deployment for a year in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. saved up a little money. Uh, and that eviction, all, all that money I saved up had to go to repair the walls that they kicked in and, you know, the stuff they threw down my toilet. So I'm like, man, this is who the heck would ever get into this business? Mm-hmm. Uh, so long story short, did another deployment and the army pulls me out of Afghanistan in 2013. Said, we're sending you to college. You're going to be an officer because I've been putting in a packet and that, that real estate bug came back. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I'm going to buy this house next to the college, rent out the rooms. I started making a fortune doing that. Um, I was paid to live there. And I was able to refi that house within like two months, pull out 55,000 cash, bought a second rental. Actually, this was my third one by this point. Mm-hmm. Fixed it up myself with a, with a friend that was a handyman. And basically just kept rinsing and repeating. And I was like, look, there's got to be a better way to do this. Um, and by that time I was like ready to get out of the military. Cause I was always gone, always away, always training, always deploying. And I was like, I've got to make like, you know, at least 6,000 a month to get out of the military. So I was trying to do it with wholesaling houses. And here's the thing. You've got to meet sellers. You got to spend time with them. You got to create rapport with them. And I, I didn't have the time to do that. I was like on base 13 hours and a day, 13 hours mm-hmm. a day. So I started mailing vacant lands and just to kind of like, just add to the repertoire, I guess, of mm-hmm. what I was doing. And that absolutely exploded. I was I didn't have to meet these sellers. I can go and look at the land on the weekend. And I did a couple of deals within a couple of weeks. And by the second deal, I had a passive income of 400 a month. That was the first one. And then I did a third one. It gave me like 300 a month. And I was just I just kept doing it. Before I knew it, I had nine grand a month coming in on land payments. And mm-hmm. I was like, honey, I told my wife, because we had a baby. And I was like, I was like, I want to start seeing this baby more often. I want to see you more often. I was like, I'm getting out of the military. I'm done. Like, we've got this. We're, we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And that gave me the, 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 like the freedom, the financial freedom to understand like, we're going to be fine. So mm-hmm. that's the, that's the whole story <laughs> in that's a nutshell. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's certainly not easy. And certainly you made a lot of sacrifices you weren't home, obviously doing, doing military, doing school away from your family. And so I think, you know, people also have to realize it takes sacrifice. You know, you didn't get to, to where you're at today without having to make those choices and put in the long hours and, and do the work of cleaning out needles in a house. That stuff happens. And it's the ability to be able to move forward past those things and keep going and not let it derail you. Well, I'll tell you what, sometimes the bad things create the good things in life. Um, one thing I, I left out was, you know, that second deployment, my wife was over it. It's like she was my first wife. She was tired of me being gone all the time, tired of us always being broke because this rental property sucks so bad. Like she was like, I'm out of here. And I don't blame her. It, it like made me the person who I am today. Uh, but I did not want history repeating itself again. Right. Especially when that first baby came out with my my new wife, the, the woman of my dreams. Like she like I, I wanted to be there more often. So I made some, this, that I had a huge why, like they t- people talk about the why. And I was like, I don't mm-hmm. know what my why is. I never understood it. 
until I got on these, these podcasts and started talking about it. My why was to be home more often and have time freedom, geography freedom, like we could travel and even financial freedom because it starts with the financial freedom. And then all the other freedoms come from it. Um, and I call it land freedom. Like it's American land we're buying. Like everyone mm-hmm. wants American land. Like I saw the people in China and Europe and like, it's all about freedom leveraged through real estate. Just what you're doing here, Mike. So let's talk about the the land sharks piece a little bit. Finding properties, finding buyers, structuring deals. Just give us a little bit of kind of how that works, a little overview. Well, the land sharks is a program that I put together to teach people how to how to do this, how to build a business around, you know, buying and selling land that will change their lives, that you can build financial freedom and time freedom and geography freedom with it. Mm-hmm. But how how does my company operate? How does my my specific land buying company operate? What we do is we pick an area. We call it our playground. And mm-hmm. I recommend for someone to kind of pick an area within about a two to two and a half hour radius of where you currently live. That's where I started out. So I mm-hmm. actually picked the county that I was in. I started mailing this list of landowners that were behind on their taxes. So they weren't paying their back taxes. So mm-hmm. I got a list from the county, went straight to the county uh, treasurer. And I said, hey, mm-hmm. I'd like your tax delinquent list. Well, there was a little uh, miscommunication there. They gave me the county held tax lien list. This was these were tax liens that are available for for sale, um, and basically they were such inefficient properties. Some were not buildable, some were not accessible. You name it, they gave me this list. Well, they wanted me to buy the tax liens. I wanted to see that who was behind on their taxes because I wanted to mail them a letter saying, "Hey, I'd like to buy your land," because mm-hmm. um, I was really kind of building this from the ground up. Uh, I had heard about it some someone on a podcast. They're buying this land crazy cheap and selling it for double the money overnight. And I was like, mm-hmm. I that sounds way better than what I'm doing with these houses. Mm-hmm. Um, it would take me like months of mailing letters. I'd spend like five or $10,000 mailing these letters. I have to talk to like 10 sellers to maybe get a deal. And I didn't have time for that. That was like, literally like, I felt like I was climbing a mountain with no shoes and no shirt on. <laughs> and it was just, it was just rough. Mm-hmm. So I got the list. I had my virtual assistant in the in the uh, India scrub it for me for five dollars an hour. What she did was she would put the APN, the assessor's parcel number, for each property because they sent us like literally like I scanned facts and we could barely read it. She would punch in the APN on the assessor's website and then pull out the owner's name, the owner's mailing address, and there was usually no address for the land. But we mm-hmm. would mail. I mailed them a postcard, so we mailed six hundred eighty-seven of these postcards saying. Hey, my name is Brent Bowers. I'd like to buy your land if you're interested in an all-cash offer, fair price, call me or text me. And I can even give your listeners that exact postcard I use. I can give you a link to it um, if you'd like. And so we sent the letter and my phone starts ringing. I gave my cell phone number. Like I'm in the office, <laughs> my army job, and my phone is like blowing up. Uh, I probably received about, I don't know, 30 phone calls. I probably only had time to return about 20 of them. So the first... First one I got to get on the phone, it was a retired CPA. He's like, I'm done with the land, buy it. I'll sell it to you for 285. Like he, he gave me the number. I was like, wait a minute, $285? And he's like, yeah. It's like, it's not buildable. So it's garbage land. I was like, okay, let me go check this out. So me, my wife, and like my three-month-old went down the road. We, it was almost like an hour and a half away from us in, in Palmer Lake in Colorado. And I was so confused. I heard Lake Avenue. I was like, that's right down the road. There's no way I can buy land on Lake Avenue for $285. So I went and looked at this land and I had no clue what it was worth, but I called the realtor office, the real estate office right down the street, like a mile away. I was like, surely they will know. Mm -hmm. I told the realtor, I was like, look, Uh, she answered the phone on Saturday. I was like, thanks for taking my call. 
I have a piece of land. It's actually two lots on Lake Avenue. What do you think the 30-day blowout price is of it? Like, what can we blast this thing out? I want the get it done now price. Because I can't, like $285 was a lot of money for me in 2016. I couldn't like just leave it locked up in land that wasn't buildable. She said, I don't know about 30-day blowout price, but maybe 10,000 you could sell it for. And I was like, like bells were going off in my head. Yep. You've got kidding me. So I thanked her for her time. I said, I'll call you when I buy it. Um, I've got it under contract right now. I'm going to get the deed and all that. Well, she calls me back five minutes later and says, Hey, Brent, what if I made an offer? And I said, what are you offering? She said, $5,000. I said, okay. Uh, when can you close? When do you want to buy it? She said, Wednesday. I was like, well, Saturday, like four days from now. She said, yes. I said, deal. Send me the contract. Let's do it. So I got the contract, signed it, called the seller. I said, I'll give you the 285 on Tuesday. I love the land. I'll take it. Well, I paid the guy on Tuesday. He gave me a quick claim deed and I drove it down to the title company and picked my $5,000 checkup on that Wednesday. And then I did a second one. And this time I did seller financing for it. And I got my money back out right away. And that's the one that really sold me. That's like, there's no way I can keep doing this. And we have ever since 380 land deals later. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's been a blast. You had mentioned about people that, <clears throat> you know, picking a spot close to you. Laws are different in every state. Um, you know, what what states is this maybe better for and what states maybe isn't not not as opportunistic for, depending on how the, the laws are written around tax liens and all that? Yeah. Um, and, and it has nothing to do with tax liens. I don't only buy properties right now that are behind on taxes. Like we'll buy properties oh, got that they're caught up on taxes and they still live in that city because everyone's like, well, they got to be out of state. They got to be behind on taxes. Not true. Um, so I'll tell you some states that are working well for me. Mm-hmm. I'm doing really well in Colorado with it, Arizona with it, Utah with it, Idaho, Florida. <laughs> we just picked up some land in Connecticut and Pennsylvania. So, I mean, that's quite a few states. Now, mm-hmm. I know people are absolutely doing very well in Texas. I'm not in Texas. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's. I, I would say if there's land, you can do this. Now, am I buying stuff in Detroit, Michigan that like the land's going for nothing and they're not building any new houses on it? No. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like there's land that we can get for free that we won't even take. Mm-hmm. And that's sad to say when, when I'm seeing American land, uh, mm-hmm. but it's got to be somewhat desirable for somebody, you mm-hmm. know, so what, um, okay. So you, you, you get the land, you gave the, this example here with your realtor where it was worthwhile. She bought it right away. Um, typically how do you find buyers for the land then once you acquire a property? I mean, you're, you, you have to assess the the value of it and, and yeah. can I sell this. So how do you find those buyers for those folks that are wondering? You know what, after that realtor, I sold the next one on Craigslist. Um, that next parcel I bought was for $500. And again, not buildable, not accessible. It was actually uh, surrounded by state land. Um, mm-hmm. So you pretty much had to trespass to get to it. Um, mm-hmm. Did I trespass to go take photos of this land? I did. Uh, <laughs> but I disclosed it all in my Craigslist ad. Like, look, no access. You're going to have to get an access attorney. I even recommended the title company to get, get them that access. But basically, I put an ad on Craigslist, $500 down, $400 a month. And I had a buyer the next day. Um, then I started doing some, some signs. Like I, I was in the military. Guess what I had a lot of? Boxes in my garage. So I would cut these boxes, these massively large boxes and write on this land, must sell, will finance my phone number. And I would like put a stake out. And guess what? The neighbors would buy the land. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, signs work extremely well still today for me. 
Facebook buy sell groups. I love Facebook buy sell groups, especially right now where you're at. It's snowing. It's like negative 40 degree wind chill. Guess Mm -hmm. where I could sell you some land probably right now, either in Florida or Arizona. Like you're stuck inside, (laughs) you're on Facebook buy sell groups. Wait a minute. Uh, This land's for sale in Florida. It looks pretty sunny and warm there. I can, I can afford $399 a month. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's what, that's how we do it. So yeah, now you're doing it yourself. And then now you have a class where you're teaching others to do that as well and leveraging all the knowledge and experience that you've gained to, to kind of pay it forward and help others too. Yeah, I, I actually am having a blast with it. A friend of mine, Tom Kroll, uh, talked me into becoming a coach, uh, basically coaching people how to do what I was doing. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Tom, sounds like a great, great idea because I'm already doing it. I had a, we, we started a meetup in Colorado Springs. It's phenomenal. It's doing really well. They actually meet <laughs> still once a month at Third Space Coffee in Colorado Springs. But I was already teaching people for free how to do this. And I was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, you're telling me I can get paid? to coach people how to do this. So <laughs> I became a wholesaling ink coach and uh, have been having a blast with it. My team now, my team is not liking me not being around all the time, but mm-hmm. they've got this. Like I, I couldn't do this, any of this without having smart people, having surrounded myself with smart people. Mm-hmm. And well, and that's the the key piece too, for, for folks, when you talk about leverages, um, one, it's it's kind of finding your niche and building it. And then two, it's having great people that are able to run that with you. Because otherwise, if you didn't have a team of great people, you're running around all over the place, always on call, always answering questions, always putting out fires. And so building people behind you is too, you have to have the the individual skills to build the business, but then have the people skills to be able to have people that you can work with that can, can build, help build those systems and help give you that time leverage too. So true. And you might, like your listener might be thinking, well, well, I've got great people skills with no business skills. We'll hire that person that has the great business skill, or I'm sorry, p- partner with that person that has the great business skills. Or I'm a great business person, but I do, I, I just get so nervous talking to people. I won't talk to people. We'll partner with that person that loves people and, mm-hmm. and, and has the people skills. So why don't you just share a little bit too about some of the other stuff that you've got going on just for folks to know you. I mean, obviously we, we, we talked about the land piece. You've got some developments, rental properties, uh, RV park, you talked about maybe developing. What are some of the yeah. other side stuff that you're doing in addition to land sharks? Yeah, we have some amazing stuff going. You might be thinking, well, I, there's no $285 land deals in my market. Or there's no $500 land deals in my market. Let me just tell you, that was like the gateway drug. <laughs> Those little small parcels of land. Um, we are now, we just purchased a $1.2 million piece in, in Colorado Springs. We're building 38 townhomes. I'm looking at another property in Sebring, Florida uh, that we're going to develop uh, an RV park that we could put maybe up to 576 RV spots. And it's got commercial lots too, that we can, you know, do 99 year leases to Wendy's and Taco Bell. So we're looking at that kind of stuff. So I'm actually bringing in partners that have money, or maybe they're a doctor, an attorney that have, have money and they're looking for something like this opportunity. Uh, that's what we're doing now. And it's just phenomenal. It's fascinating, you know, talking with the city that wants these things um, and, you know, just aligning yourself with their goal, the ci- the goal of the city. And it's amazing how these opportunities unfold. Uh, so, and it's funny, this, this RV, this potential RV park, come to find out, I'd already purchased land from this gentleman five years ago in another state. 
it's hmm. just phenomenal how how these things work and how how these things unfold. Um, so we have the amazing passive income from the land coming in, but that doesn't mean I'm just sitting on a beach somewhere. That stuff gets boring. Uh, I want to be out there growing and building and partnering with people. And you mentioned people. Uh, it's amazing. Like they see the opportunity and it's amazing how people will jump on board, especially good people. And you always find what you're, what you're looking for or lacking. You know, I love jumping on these podcasts, but there's things that I'm not good at, like accounting and bookkeeping. Well, I find the amazing people to help me with the accounting and the bookkeeping. Awesome to see and, and, and to see all of this grown in basically the last 10 years, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I started my real estate business back up in 2013, but I would say I really got serious about it in, in 2016 when my son was born, the end mm-hmm. of uh, 2000, actually it was early 2017. Um, and I, I hit the ground and I didn't let it stop. I read this book called The Miracle Morning mm-hmm. um, in 2017 by Hal Elrod. Mm-hmm. I would get my butt out of bed at 4 a.m. every morning. And I've pretty much been doing that ever since, uh, except for on Sundays. I try and take the day off for my Sabbath. Um, and I would read the Bible and I would get my education done and I would get the things done that I needed to get my real estate business because it's all about time blocking. And I really I really did this. I, I, I was able to do this really on a couple hours a day. Everyone thinks, oh, it's going to take me eight or nine hours a day. I think the less time you have, the better because you really optimize things. You get efficient. Like you turn your cell phone off, you time block, you turn you turn the notification off on your text messaging and on your email and delete TikTok and Facebook and all that garbage um, and just focus on what you're trying to build. There's reasons why laser torches cut through like, you know, steel. It's called plasma torches because it's very focused. So if uh, folks want to get a hold of you or learn more about what you're doing, how can they do that? Yeah, I'm all over the internet. I just uh, created the YouTube uh, channel. If you go to YouTube and uh, uh, look up Brent Bowers, you know, I'd appreciate it. Subscribe to that. We're trying to build that. And Instagram, uh, Brent L. Bowers. I'm on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate you sharing your story, the freedom that you've been able to build in, in just about five years here. And then to, you know, more, more to go from here. So congratulations on all your success and uh, excited for your future. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. All right, thanks.